It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 1st, 2019. My name is Philip Ross and I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about the Magic's upcoming game against the Toronto Raptors. They'll close out this four-game road trip against Toronto on Monday night. But we're going to take a look again at the Eastern Conference playoff race and just kind of analyze the standings and go through some of the tie-breaking procedures. And in fact, there's really only one tiebreaker that matters for the Orlando Magic. I'll explain that coming up in just a bit. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for or on the Himalaya app. You want to get a leg up on the Raptors, check out Locked On Raptors. We'll be doing more with them a little bit later on in the week. Uh, You can also check out the great podcasts like Locked On Heat, Locked On Pistons, Locked On Nets. Keep up with all the teams around the Eastern Conference. I made an appearance as well on Locked On NBA Monday as we begin to really pin down and talk about this Eastern Conference playoff race a little bit more. And of course, Locked On Fantasy Basketball has your fantasy basketball needs covered as the season winds down. You can find all these great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes or the Himalaya app for Locked On and the team you are looking for or wherever you get podcasts. You can also find NFL podcasts, MLB podcasts, and colleges too with the Final Four set for the NCAA tournament. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The Orlando Magic will conclude their four-game road trip on Monday in Toronto against the Toronto Raptors, and this is a Toronto Raptors team that is 54-23, Extremely good defensively, extremely good offensively, one of the best teams in the league. And yet it's a team the Magic have played exceptionally well against. Regardless of all the other things going on with, with both teams at the time, Orlando was 2-1 and one against Toronto. They took Toronto to the wire with Danny Green needing to hit a game-winning shot against the Magic in late November. In December, with Kawhi Leonard in the lineup, with Kyle Lowry in the lineup, 
Orlando beat Toronto by 20-something points. And then with Kawhi Leonard out of the lineup, but Marcus Gasol and Kyle Lowry in the lineup, the Magic beat the Raptors by, I think it ended up being less than 20, but it was roughly a 20-point game for most of, the, most of the contest. For whatever reason, the Magic seemed to match up really well with this team. But I would say this too. None of that matters. When the Magic played last played the Raptors, Marcus Gasol was still very new to the team. Kawhi Leonard didn't play. And honestly, especially if we begin thinking about a potential playoff preview, those three games the Magic have played do not matter. Then again, the way Toronto might approach this game could matter as far as the immediate result. I can't sit here and tell you what the Magic are going to do against this team. I think they'll play well. They've played Toronto well. Maybe Toronto wants to come out and make a statement. Maybe they play a little more focused. Maybe they play a little more tied together. Maybe they're trying to round into form. Or maybe they're still trying to rest guys. Kawhi Leonard didn't play in Saturday's game against the Chicago Bulls for personal reasons. Pascal Siakam was sat out for to rest. Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Marcus Gasol still played. But Toronto was down OG Ananobi. They were missing some key players. And it sort it definitely feels like Toronto can kind of ease on to the playoffs. In fact, the Raptors are just one win away from clinching the second overall seed, and it's not likely they'll catch Milwaukee even with Milwaukee playing with Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, out with an injury right now. Sprained his ankle. They sat him Sunday against Atlanta. They lost in overtime. Doesn't feel likely Toronto is going to catch them with so such little time left. So this is a 54-23 and team locked into place for the most part. Still very capable, still very dangerous, but probably looking to accomplish other things this late in the season. Having said all that, the Toronto Raptors put a number on the Chicago Bulls on Saturday. 124-101 victory over the Bulls. They scored 41 points in the second quarter. That is second unit, guys, primarily driving the bus. And so, like everything else, just because the Raptors may not have Kawhi, they rest Siakam again. May will probably be without OG Ananobi. Just because they're down key players doesn't mean they're not dangerous. And they're certainly going to play better with Marcus Gasol in the lineup this time around than they did in that last matchup. So I can't sit here and tell you what Toronto Raptors team the Magic will see. Will it be a fully operational battle station? Probably not. I would suspect that Kawhi will get another game, load management or whatnot. And I would suspect that Orlando is still going to play them well. I honestly think Orlando matches up decently with Toronto for whatever reason. Then again, Kyle Lowry could have one of his games. Marcus Gasol could outbully Nikola Vucevic. Who knows what could happen? So, this game is really a huge question mark, I think. I do think the Magic will play well regardless of what lineup the Raptors put out because, I think again, I think the Magic match up well with this team. But, it's all on the Magic. I, I, I have to say this. It doesn't mean they're going to win. It doesn't guarantee that they'll win. But it is all on the Magic to bring the right approach and right focus to the game in order to pick up the victory. And we'll see if the Magic can do that. We'll see if the Magic play with the right approach. They certainly did for the most part in Indiana. They certainly have throughout most of this road trip. Obviously lost to Detroit, the exception. But 
Obviously, we're at a point where every game matters in Toronto. Toronto has something to prove. They still have something to play for, even if they're very clearly looking forward to the playoffs that start in a couple weeks. Tip-off at the Scotiabank Arena is at 7.30. You can find that on Fox Sports Florida. Please check your local listings as uh, with the Rays and Lightning both playing uh, or the Magic game outside of the Orlando area might be pushed to an alternate channel. So check for your Fox Sports Florida alternate channels if you're in the Florida area. If not, you can find the game on NBA League Pass. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And obviously, everything at this point is is viewed within the context of the NBA playoffs. The Magic are squarely in the playoff chase. There are three spots left unclinched in the Eastern Conference, and they are going to come right down to the wire. The Detroit Pistons are 39 and 37 at six. The Brooklyn Nets are 39 and 38. The Miami Heat are 38 and 38. The Orlando Magic are 38 and 39. The Magic trail the final spot for the playoffs by half game to Miami, a full game to Brooklyn, and a game and a half to Detroit. Even with five games left, there is still the chance for some extreme bundling, you know, bungling and, and shifting and shaking in this playoff race. It's not impossible for Orlando to finish in sixth. It's very possible the Magic could finish in 7th. It's also very possible the Magic could finish in 8th. And it's also very possible the Magic missed the playoffs entirely. Monday is going to be an interesting game game and honest day. And honestly, every day the Magic play is going to be interesting because if I'm not mistaken, there are games of importance on every single day the Magic play the rest of the season. Really, there's only a few times that one of these key teams are not playing when the Magic are playing. In addition to the Magic playing the Raptors tomorrow night, Detroit visits Indiana, which, despite the Magic's win over the Pacers, is a very difficult place to play. And I'm sure Indiana will want to reestablish their home court against Detroit as Indiana is fighting for fourth place in the Eastern Conference themselves. The Miami Heat travel to Boston to take on the Boston Celtics after sitting Kyrie Irving and Al Horford against the Brooklyn Nets on Saturday it appears that both will play in this game. And of course, the Brooklyn Nets host the Milwaukee Bucks on Monday as well. Again, Giannis Antetokounmpo not likely to play in that game, I would say. But again, uh, uh, no game can be taken for granted in this league. So uh, again, all four of these teams fighting for the final three playoff spots will be in action once again at the same time 
throughout the day on Monday. And this pressure and and the scoreboard watching is going to happen throughout the rest of the season. The number one priority for the Magic, before you get to anything else, is the Magic have to take care of their business. With five games left, they've got to make sure they take care of their own business. Think of it this way. The Pistons have six games left. Their magic number to clinch is five because the magic are right there behind them. One win behind them, two two losses behind them. And so all of these games matter. Everything matters. How the teams finish matter. I would venture to guess that the number to make the playoffs will be 40, if not 41. I've had people ask me, what, what record do you think the Magic need to have in these final five games to make the playoffs? I think if the Magic get to 41, if they are 3-2 and two in these final five games, they will make the playoffs. I, I truly believe that. And that's even with the Heat going 7-3 and three in their last 10, the Nets going, and the Nets and Pistons 5-5 five and five in their last 10. I, I truly believe that 41 wins guarantees you a playoff spot in this Eastern Conference. I, I, I do believe that. But you get to two and three at 40, I think you're going to be in dicey territory. I think 40 is the number that's going to eventually get in. And so nothing else that we talk about matters if you don't take care of your own business. In fact, I would tell you, don't even look at other scores until the Magic game is over on Monday night. The only focus is winning the game in front of you. Because ultimately... That's what gets you in. You can't rely on... I mean, the Magic are relying on other teams to falter, to, to, to fall behind. They still need that. They don't control their own destiny anymore. But if they keep winning, the odds are that they will get there. Now, I don't expect the Magic to sweep through these final five games. I think that would... If they do that, they will definitely be in the playoffs. Um, but I, I don't expect that to happen. So yes, we will be scoreboard watching at some point. But that will probably bring you to the next question. What happens if the Magic are tied with another team? What happens if they're tied with two other teams? Who wins the tiebreaker? And what situations will advance the Magic into the playoffs? I'll explain those tiebreakers here right now. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So obviously the most basic tiebreaker is two teams tied for uh, for a spot. You know, Orlando and Brooklyn both have 38 wins, or that can't happen, Brooklyn has 39 wins. Orlando and Brooklyn both finish the season with 40 wins. Who wins? Well, that goes to season series. And that's why those two games last week were so important. And honestly, um, it, 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 this will explain a lot. The Magic's game against the Heat was 
every bit as big and important as everyone made it out to be. Winning that season series gives the Magic an extreme leg up on the rest of the competition. I'll explain why in just a moment. But for now, Orlando holds a 3-1 advantage over Miami. They win the season series. Orlando and Miami are tied one-on-one for that eighth seed. Orlando wins. Full stop, period. That's simple. Unfortunately for the Magic, they don't hold that advantage over the Pistons and the Nets. Those two close losses to the Nets, they sting right now. Orlando losing the way they lost to Brooklyn at home, the way the Magic lost to Brooklyn in Brooklyn on that offensive interference, those sting a lot right now. Brooklyn holds a 2-1 advantage over Orlando in the season series. Brooklyn and Orlando are tied. Brooklyn wins. Same issue with Detroit. That game last week was humongous for that reason. It wasn't humongous in the same way that Miami was humongous, and I'll explain why again in a minute. But losing to the Pistons gave the Pistons that leg up. They have the 3-1 advantage in the season series, and that hurts the Magic. Because the second tiebreaker in that situation would have been conference wins. And both Orlando and Detroit are now tied at 26 conference wins. If I'm not mistaken, the next tiebreaker after that might be wins over fellow playoff teams, which the Magic are the third best team in the East against other Eastern Conference playoff teams. It's not bad. So... The Magic lost an opportunity to really gain an advantage in this Eastern Conference playoff race, if there there are ties. Obviously, like I said, number one priority, win your own games. Take care of your own business, and none of this matters. Get to 42 wins. We go 4-1 and these final five games. Get to 42 wins, and it doesn't matter. You will be it. But like I said, that win over Miami was absolutely huge was absolutely critical and big. And we'll, and we'll show why the Magic have a leg up on really the whole competition to probably finish in seventh at the end of the day. You probably don't remember this or don't care to remember this or think it's kind of silly and archaic because it is silly and archaic. Divisions still exist. The Magic did take down their Atlantic Division banners from the 90s. They don't. They never hung banners for winning the Southeast Division. Because back then, back in the 90s, that mattered. Divisions really mattered. There were six or seven teams in each division, and they meant something because the schedule wasn't more unbalanced. But divisions don't have the same importance. Travel is a little more easier. You don't have to play teams regionally close to you. But there are still some vestiges of divisional play around. And one is in the three-way tiebreaker. Let's say, for instance, on the final day of the season, the Orlando Magic, Miami Heat, and Brooklyn Nets are all tied with 40 wins. How do you break a three-way tie? Well, your first thought might be, the first tiebreaker should be record against each opponent uh, between the three teams, head-to-head record. And in a normal situation, you'd be right. And in that situation, I believe the Magic are actually either tied with Brooklyn or take the lead over Brooklyn. Because 3-1, they would, they would be 5-2 and two against the teams... Or, uh, no, they wouldn't be 5-2, and two, I'm sorry. 
Um, they would, I, I believe, they would. They're, they're four and three against the, those teams. Brooklyn, I believe, is also is four and four. No, they're not. That doesn't make sense. They're four and three as well. So it would go to the next tiebreaker, which won't matter in this case because of this reason. That intra comp competitiveness isn't the first tiebreaker. The first tiebreaker is: Are there any division winners? Now, the NBA probably didn't imagine that division winners would be fighting for the 7th and 8th seed in the playoffs. But if Brooklyn, Miami, and Orlando are tied, the Southeast division winner gets 7th place, gets the 7th seed because they win the tiebreaker. And since Brooklyn is not in the Southeast division, figuring out who wins the division first matters. And Orlando and Miami, between Orlando and Miami again, Orlando wins the tiebreaker. So any scenario where Orlando is tied with Miami, they win because they would win the Southeast Division. Essentially, and this is crazy to talk about because in October you would have said we're crazy to talk about this. Essentially for the Magic to make the playoffs, they have to win the division. That sounds more impressive than it really is. But essentially, not even essentially, Orlando winning that game against Miami on Tuesday gave Orlando the leg up in so many tiebreaker situations. One-on-one, obviously, with Miami, the Magic win. In a three-way tiebreaker with Orlando, Miami, and Brooklyn, Orlando wins, and they would climb to seventh place in the East. That's a very realistic possibility, even with Brooklyn's schedule. Now, who knows where it actually will land up? It's all hypothetical at this point. But it's important to note and important to remember that the Magic sort of have this in their back pocket. That all they have to do is tie Miami and they make the playoffs. Again, I cannot stress how big that win was. Now, if Orlando had lost that game, the Magic would not hold that tiebreaker with Miami. Not yet, at least. Because the the second tiebreaker for the division is division record. And Orlando would have been at seven wins. Miami would have been at eight wins. They would be eight and nine in the division. Orlando would be seven and seven. In order to beat the Heat there, they would have to win their final two division games. Now, if they won only one of those and tied there, then it would go to conference record. And there, Orlando does have a slight advantage up 26-22 on Miami at the moment. They would have been up 25-23 um, if they had lost that game. So Orlando likely would have won that divisional tiebreaker over Miami anyway. So the Magic are in very good shape. Again, provided they beat Miami or tie Miami. And unfortunately, right now, the Magic don't control their own destiny there. The loss to Detroit, along with Miami's win uh, over Dallas that night. I believe it was Dallas. That put the Heat back in control, up a half game. And yes, Miami plays Brooklyn on the final night of the season. No matter the scenario, the Magic are cheering for the Heat to stay at least tied with them. Because the Magic win in that case. 
And so, in reality then, this race for the playoffs, for the Magic, is between two teams. Orlando and Miami. Unless they can climb above anyone else by record, they don't beat them. They don't beat those teams in a tie. They beat Miami in a tie. And that's really all you need to know. All Orlando has to do to beat to make the playoffs, just that basic goal, we're not even going to talk about seventh, just the basic goal of making the playoffs is to beat Miami. Tie Miami. They don't even have to beat them. Tie Miami in the win column. At the moment, with Miami having a game in hand, the Magic and Heat are tied. The Magic do not have control, though, because of that game in hand. But they have an ace in the hole, so to speak, should it come to that. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all the fun places to download podcasts to your favorite podcast listening device, as well as on the Himalaya app. Definitely check that out. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic. This has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.